Ready? Ready. Three, two, one, ghost. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Three, Two, One, Ghost. I'm Natalie, your host, the Wicked Witch of the West Coast. Damn, I didn't nail it. I didn't nail it. And with me today is... Hi, I'm Kyle. Hey. Hi, Kyle. Oh, you did regular Kyle. Yeah, uh, just, yeah just your boy. <laughs> Just regular Kyle. I was really, I was really trying to uh, try to give that pizzazz that you give uh, with my Wicked Witch of the West Coast, and I fumbled over my words, but it's okay. I like it. I, I, I still the sentiment's still there. I'm still intimidated. Good. I'm. That's that's what I was going for. Always, always intimidation. So we're gonna do something a little bit different on this episode little bonus for everybody some listener feedback already early on listener feedback that um we need to introduce ourselves a little bit more and forgot that part get, we forgot that part and uh give a little history of why we love horror maybe how we ended up becoming horror fans and just fans of all things spooky in general that seems to be a a common theme between the two of us and also maybe share a little bit of history on our history of watching movies together so i'll let you start kyle why do you love horror you know i used to be a real coward natalie (laughs) i you know i kind of still am (laughs) <laughs> as, as, as a child i was i was a real coward i um my earliest time remember being scared i did not even make it into the movie theater it was the year was 1991 so i was four years old and my brother was taking me and my older brother to go see Ernest scared stupid do you know that one i do the the late great industry legend jim varney Mm -hmm. um and i didn't even make it to the movie theater i was so terrified by this movie because i walked past and i guess i knew nothing about this movie prior but we walk in you know we get the tickets we go in we're in the lobby i see that poster do you know the poster of Ernest scared stupid the the one that were like the cover like the vhs cover was the poster yes yeah, it's him just like, ah, like, you know, yeah. you know, sticking his head out of a jack-o'-lantern. Yeah, he's scared stupid. Yeah, I know. And and so was I, because I was not <laughs> having it. I was not having it. And I demanded that I think not only we watch some, not only we not just watch something else, but we just leave the movie theater because I'm good. No. I know. Can you believe that? What a waste. And I, and I love that movie. And I've, I've seen it plenty since then. And the other time I... Let's see. This was Jurassic Park. Wait a minute. So, wait, wait, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Pause. Pause really quick. Yeah. How sure. old? How old are we talking of the, of your chaperone here? Because your older brother would be eight. Not that. Yeah. Like, were the two of you just running around the movie theater by yourselves, or mom, mom. went to go see something else? Well, she took. She went. To, she took us, or she was going to. I okay, assume so. Okay. I, I just thought it was the two of you. <laughs> no, no. This wasn't. This wasn't like when I was like. 11 and okay. my mom was like letting me like just dropping me off to go see urban oh, legend yeah. that's, by that's myself. the 90s yeah <laughs> um it was a different time yeah. and but yeah i didn't even make it to the movie theater because that poster fucked me up so bad it was terrifying 
And you know what? I'd be probably pretty terrified too if a jack-o'-lantern was eating me or if I was in the real-life situation that Ernest found himself in in that movie with that demon troll turning those kids into wooden dolls. Hmm. Yeah, if you think of it from that perspective, yes, that movie is scary. Yeah, <laughs> so so completely justified. And then I also remember um, when a family friend took me and, again, said older brother to go see Jurassic Park. So this was mm. in 1993. So that would have I it was this was before I turned six. So I was still of five at this time. Yeah, and um, I was totally fine until the raptor started. It was that kitchen scene with the raptors and then or maybe it was the earlier on with the T-Rex, but I remember not having that either because I was like, Jesus, they're gonna eat these fucking kids. And now, of course, looking back on it now, I'm like, that's great because, you know, you really think these things gonna eat them fucking kids for a second. Absolutely. Um, So I remember just being terrified and then also it was it must have still been that summer or the summer prior because i remember i was five years old and i was vacationing with said older brother they would send us out (laughs) over summers to um my my grandparents on my dad's side in texas Mm. and I just remember I could not sleep at all because I was just like homesick immediately and I just missed home and it was my first time being like away for a while, you know, Um, and it was probably only like a week or two, I'm sure, but I was up late, super, you know, super late or whatever I thought was late, everybody else had gone to sleep, Um, just watching like TV edited versions of I remember Child's Play 2 and 3 as well (laughs) as nightmare on elm streets friday the 13th movies and then like a lot of like uh you know beavis and butthead and singled out Mm -hmm. in between oh yeah yeah singled out yeah i watched a lot of singled out it's like yeah not (laughs) for children at all but i was like five or six but it was up i was up and it was on so you know um so gosh i felt like for as much of a coward i was i really just continued to engage in it a lot Mm -hmm. um and then gosh when i turned let's fast forward a little bit until i'm like well age like seven is when i start really getting into like mysteries and i start you know Mm -hmm. like clue is my favorite movie at that point Mm -hmm. i'd watch i as a seven-year-old i could probably recite the entirety of clue (laughs) to you just by memory i'd watch that movie so many times how lucky Um, i did not watch clue until i was maybe 16 or 17 so i never i don't remember ever watching it as a kid Oh my gosh, just imagine just like a seven, eight-year-old Kyle being able to recite like (laughs) all of the Tim Curry parts at the end running back and forth. Oh my gosh, I loved it so much. Um, And then I was reading like a lot of Goosebumps um, too at the time. So like that was like, you know, a a soft reintroduction into Mm -hmm. horror that's really more age appropriate for me. Um, I remember I would read, I had like all the Goosebumps books. I would read those. I remember I would take them to you know, ball games. I take them camping. I just remember just like my like waterlogged, like uh, goosebump books, like seeing when we were camping (laughs) by a river somewhere. Yeah. And, um, gosh, it was, uh, and then just Halloween was so awesome. It was, it's Mm -hmm. my absolute favorite holiday. It was my favorite time of year, especially in San Diego. It wasn't like it got to when it wasn't so unbearably hot. The summers suck. Um, 
as a kid, I would set up haunted houses in my garage. And I remember doing oh. this a couple years where my fantastic I would go and um my mom we would go behind, you know, the the Walmart or the department stores or whatever when they're just throwing out like, you know, big refrigerator boxes, you know, that they would use mm -hmm. for the display refrigerators. So we would take all of those and then, you know, she'd give me a little bit of money. Um, or if I wasn't like, you know, selling lemonade on the street corner or whatever <laughs> with some kids. So you had a couple dollars to get like some like glow in the dark spray paint and like fake cobwebs and things like that. And I had yeah. like one a single like tape of like spooky sounds. I remember most of my my tape and CD collection were mostly like either like Halloween tunes or um goosebumps on tape. Yeah. Um, because what I would do is when I would go to bed, I'd put my headphones on with my little, I had a little cassette, cheapy toy cassette thing. And I would play, uh, uh, yeah, like, um, audiobook goosebumps when I went to bed. Um, but yeah, and I would put on like little, like haunted houses in our garage for like the kids and shit. I, once we got into middle school, I was like writing like my own, like, you know slasher stories but like putting my friends in them you know um i was like probably what, that's like, maybe disturbing for some people who are your friends <laughs> it was because the people i liked <laughs> made it to the end oh my god oh definitely ah you know kids you don't know wow. what you're thinking you don't know what you, you know and then um this and then is going to be very eye-opening for everyone listening Oh yeah, I'm I'm holding no yeah. I'm holding nothing back. Hold nothing back. And I um yeah, I don't know. And then I just started uh 10, 11. That's that's what I was nine when Scream came out. And I remember watching that I rented it, didn't see it in theater. I said, I don't know, like my <laughs> my parents are very great. I turned out great. So it's that's they, they so... must have done it perfectly. But letting me rent Scream and watch that, that really uh fucked me up too. Um, I'm curious, are either of your parents oh. fans of horror as well? No, they don't really like really engage in like any media that much. Interesting. At That's all. So so opposite you. Just in general, whereas like, I don't know, you know, was, you know, we were kind of left to our own devices a lot during, especially mm -hmm. like during the summers and stuff. And, mm -hmm. and the TV was there and you had the USA Network in the summers playing, you know, Critters and Child's yeah. Play 2 and 3. Mm -hmm. I just remember those two specifically. As always, well as like, always you know, on TV. Um, of course, you couldn't hear Chucky's foul mouth, which was unfortunate. Yeah. But um, and then my my dad damn it i can't remember what was the name of the show he watched all the time uh it's like it's not like ice road truckers but some same thing <laughs> deadliest theme. catch maybe but it was more like arctic i can't remember and then um and then my mom just liked going to movies on thanksgiving she liked going to see christmas movies on thanksgiving that was her thing mm. so that was the only time i would like my mom would like sit and like watch a movie so like her favorite movie if you ask her is probably like elf or some shit yeah um, something something holiday yeah, themed christmasy yeah. because she was like because you and your boys or you and the boys uh, just i love being around you all and Aww. 
I love it. So it's like, it's probably just more kind of baked into that. I'm sure her next mm-hmm. favorite movie is like the Santa Claus. And then after that yeah. is probably, I don't know. What's that Christmas movie? I don't know. There's, there's, there were so many bad Christmas movies Jingle that are coming all the out. Way. Oh, Polar I said bad. Express. I said bad Christmas movies. Jingle All the Way is incredible. Oh. <laughs> Jingle All the Way is really good. <laughs> it's it's it it's uh, the. I enjoy it's, it. It's it's gotten some shine over time. I think if we've looked back fondly on that movie. Yeah, it's got Phil so, Hartman. How bad can a Phil Hartman movie be? Never bad. Yeah. So. Did your did they regulate anything that you watched, or was just like a free for all? I'm pretty sure it was a free for all. I think it only started getting weird when I because the movies I was watching, I would want to get like the soundtracks, you know, which is Mm. which is fine when it's like Scream Two because it's like Everclear and shit, (laughs) (laughs) you know. But not the like the the score. But it's you know just like every concerned mother in the 90s you know i was listening to like marilyn manson and rob zombie and yeah. shit. you know the stuff that you would find <laughs> like on those like uh you know that are on those sorts of movies right yeah. and then i i do remember that because then like i was like trying to like write like like horror songs and then I think I remember once, like my mom, like finding these notes and being like, "What the fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Is... <laughs> what are these lyrics? Like, it's just pretty like violent. What are you talking about?" And then me, like, I don't know. I'm just like a dumb kid. I just like Vi- the uh... violent lyrics, movies or slashers that are your friends being murdered. Yeah, all red flags here. Red flags. A little bit, but you know, I don't know. But then I feel like we would like act shit out sometimes, like where it would just. You know, we would play or like it was kind of essentially hide and go seek, but like someone was like, you know, the fisherman from I know what you did last summer or something, you know, because like like someone had a long coat that they found in their (laughs) found in a garage. So we would like ride around on a bike like with a coat because, you know, he famously (laughs) rode a bicycle around (laughs) in those movies. But um (laughs) So gosh, and and I think that just uh, maybe I feel like I took a break a little bit because I felt like nobody I knew like engaged in that with that strange weirdo passion that I did or that I had for it for such a long time at such a young age. I'll be honest, kind of until I met you, I was really watching this stuff by myself largely, you know, in those years before like what we were like sophomores in high school. Mm Mm-hmm when we met so um yeah yeah so then i and then i finally found a spooky pal and then the rest is history oh yeah that's great um what about you similarly i mean we were both born the same year so um i won't reveal that but we are elder millennials and we are 90s kids so I watched, I pretty much had free reign of the TV. I could watch whatever I wanted. I had a young mom. My mom, for the record, does love scary movies. She always has. And she really didn't regulate what I watched ever. Like it was more of a, if you feel like you're courageous enough to watch this, go for it. And I also think the first what I would say the first scary movie that I saw in the theater was, was Jurassic Park as well. And for anyone who's interested in getting their children interested in horror, 
It's a good gateway because kids love dinosaurs. It's a good gateway because kids love dinosaurs, but dinosaurs are fucking scary, even not in a Jurassic Park setting. Like the concept of dinosaurs and humans being together is scary. So that was not if you go to the uh, not if you go to that creationist museum. Then you got Jesus riding around on those those dinosaurs, (laughs) and they're doing okay. Then it's all live, laugh, love. Um, (laughs) Yep. Yeah, so that I think was my first theater experience with horror. And it's such a good, such a good first experience because it really keeps you on the edge of your seat. Like it's such a suspenseful and and scary movie. But um, same thing. I had cable. We had Child's Play on the TV all the time. Freddie was on the TV all the time. We had oh, a yeah. couple VHSs. I had one of those um uh VCRs that you could record from the TV. So I would record these television like horror movies if my mom wasn't willing to buy it. And we also had, this is like really throwing it back. So there used to be a situation where you could illegally obtain a cable box that gave you access to pay-per-view. Dang. I don't even know if pay-per-view still exists, but I thought everyone had these growing up. And apparently that was not the case. I think pay-per-view like only exists now for like UFC events. Yes. And like boxing and things like that. Right. Yeah. So this was when like pay-per-view was still like new movies just on loop all the time. So we had this box on attached to our television where you literally had access to everything on pay-per-view. So if I couldn't see it in the theater, I could see it at home. And these were not edited films. Like they were just as they're supposed to be. So not edited for TV. And I, I would have nightmares all the time, nightmares about Pennywise about Chucky. Chucky haunted my dreams for decades, like terrified. So I had, of course, I had no siblings, but I had my cousin who basically our parents would bounce us back and forth on weekends. So we would spend the night at one or the other's house and both of us love scary movies. So we would just watch them all the time like whatever whatever we could get our hands on if they told us anything was too scary to watch we would like pretend like we'd be in bed and then we'd like sneak into the hallway and just watch it like so the way his house was laid out the tv was against a wall and the hallway you could kind of hide around the corner and just watch like the movie from there so we did that a couple times to watch like scary movies and always would regret it I would always have nightmares but I would never admit it to my mom because then she wouldn't let me watch it And she did the same thing where she cut me off at Scream. There was something about Scream that just fucked up parents and were like, they were like, oh, this is where I draw the line. Listening to your dying teenage daughter on the phone, (laughs) just ask for help. I guess it's dark. She's gutted and hung from a tree. Yeah, it's a little bit. Yeah. So she wouldn't let me watch it. And, um, when I finally did get to watch it, it was on VHS. I didn't get to see it in the theater, but that was like the beginning of like the slashers era. And I had already been watching so many of those like Friday the 13th and, you know, Halloween that, that really solidified my love for that. 
But yeah, same situation. Like Vinny, my cousin was not always close by. So when we lived, you know, across, he was all the way back East and I was here out West that we weren't watching movies together anymore. So it was really at the mercy of like, if my mom wanted to watch something with me or I was watching them by myself and then, yeah, high school hit Kyle and I became best buds and you were working at the movie theater. It might've been like, I don't know if it was the first one you were working at the movie theater. Well, I don't know because I'm trying to think if we watched a movie before this one particular moment, but I, um, were you, you trying know, I, to figure out the first one? Well, the earliest one I can remember is us going to that theater out in the middle of nowhere to go see Seed of Chucky because it was the only theater. It was, it was the was only theater it. that was playing it. And then I, I was <laughs> like an associate manager at this movie theater and I was allowed to do like, you know, almost kind of like a secret shopper kind of situation. And yes. then I was like, Oh, I'll do it for this random ass place out in the middle of wherever. Um, and I think I even was paid for the mileage for it to go out there. And then I was just like, Hey, do you want to go see seat of Chucky with me? Like, because hell yeah. Yeah. Cause I, literally you were the only person in my life who I know that would do that. Same. Yeah. Same. And, the movie's and that would have been okay. So that movie came out in two thousand four. So that might, yeah, yeah, that might be the one. Like sixteen, seventeen years old, something yeah. like that. And I think what's important about that story is that it really establishes what type of horror movies we like, or where where we set our standards. Where we set our standards, yeah. like that was a, a good bonding point. And then yeah, like you were working at the theater, so I mean, I didn't pay for to watch a movie in the theater for a solid what ten years. It's pretty good. I mean, I wasn't working there for ten years, but collectively oh, between had, me yes. and. We Others. had another mutual friend. Yes, yes. So yeah, it, it was a long time that I, so I got, I got to see a lot of movies at that time. Um, and then it, it, it slowed down. Um, but then let's see, we, from there, I mean, we were, yeah, we were seeing movies together in theater for years and watching them like at each other's houses. And then we have, then you had moved. So now we're, we're remote and pre COVID for the record, everyone pre COVID, we started having movie nights, which are old school and pretty much are just counting down and pressing play. I know. Yeah. We just find a movie on Netflix and just, and now, now they have it set up. Like you can do like Amazon video watch parties, things like that, where it's all synced up. We, we had to like, it was before that. And we never had it lined up completely, you know? No, I'd hear like someone scream and be like, oh shit, that's going to happen a second later for me (laughs) to spoil a scare. And then I'm sure me being super cute, you know, as always, I, uh, I don't, I don't remember the first time because we would do three, two, one, go. Mm-hmm. And then I'm sure at one point I switched it out for ghost and then it just felt yeah. weird to ever. I remember because whenever I would not do ghost, I would say something else. It fucked the whole thing up and we just have to start oh, over again. I, I would not hit play and I'm like, wait, what just happened? So yeah, three, three, two, one ghost was perfect. Just the perfect way to start any movie. And 
let's see we did that for that was 2016 so anyone's keeping track so that is that was seven years ago wow so it's been seven years we've been doing that yeah and then six years and 10 months in we're like you know people need to hear this (laughs) people need to hear us talking about these movies that we watch and honestly we have watched some real real shitty movies some real but we've also found some gems too um some that I think I I never would have found if it weren't for us desperately having to dig to find any movies that were worthwhile that we hadn't already watched because it got to a point where we were looking through Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, you know, trying not to spend so much money on movies and trying to watch them for free, but then just like having more subscriptions to more different streaming. Yeah. <laughs> platforms and yeah when you start to run out of um out of movies one make more horror movies first of all and two you start watching things that are like at the bottom of the barrel so yeah we we decided you know let's let's just let's record ourselves talking about talking about movies and then we got so excited we forgot to say who we are and why we're doing what we're doing so here we are (laughs) <laughs> we just really we just really wanted to hit the ground running be like no 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 first things first they need to know what we think about final destination that's... <laughs> we'll get that first and then we can tell them who we are if it was appropriate that's what i would do in any situation when i met someone new yeah just, i need to, yeah. here's my feelings on final destination what are yours yeah and then who are you yeah and then and then what's your name again and then i'll and then i'll place my order at the drive-thru <laughs> so i created a little maybe not game game might be a strong word but we love a game um for us to have our listeners get to know us a little bit better cute level set on what our movie tastes are and figure out which sub genres really um of horror are our favorites i did prep kyle for this so one sub genre category that i did take out is slashers the reason being we both love slashers i i would say it's it's is it your top category your top sub genre of horror if I were to like just roll out like 20 of my favorite horror movies and franchises, I bet at least half would be slashers. Yeah. So Same. I'd say so. Same. It's always fun so, because it's always the, especially post scream. Cause again, it scratches that mystery whodunit mm-hmm. itch for me. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, cause that's when you had nothing. Well, and then the eighties had like a lot of whodunit masked slashers too you know so that that always kind of i know i know that there's some very problematic elements of slashers yes but Mm -hmm. yeah that that whodunit part really uh really works for me yeah so i i removed slashers from the list and there's some rules that that go into this that kyle i i think you know most of these rules i i sent them to you in advance but i'm gonna go over them for our listeners so in your best in your best jamie kennedy impression <laughs> i'm not gonna put you on i the will spot. not be doing that i will not be doing that mm-hmm. had i worn a green a green t-shirt today i probably would have felt like it was more the vibe 
But um, so I picked 10 subgenres. Each of us are going to pick two films from that subgenre that are some of our favorites. It doesn't have to be like our number one and number two. I don't think either of us have ever actually ranked all of our favorites. That would take too long. Um, and then we're going to pick one from that subgenre that I like. I'm holding up my fingers like everyone can see me. I can see you. It helps keep, It helps me follow along. Good, good. One subgenre from each. I'm sorry. One movie from each subgenre. Yeah. No, I can't follow along. Fuck. That we would like to revisit or watch for the first time. So gives us a little bit of variety so maybe some some of what we're curious about um some of the other rules we cannot choose any films that are already on our list that we want to talk about on the podcast or that are already like scheduled to record or have been recorded so if we don't mention something that you really love maybe maybe it's already on its way to you that could be true it's it's a it's a game of highs and lows so if we don't mention a movie that you really love it means either hey we love it so much too we already we already scheduled it don't even worry about it (laughs) or fuck that movie you're dumb or or we fucking hate it and you have terrible (laughs) taste yeah (laughs) but you may never know you may never know no um, the next rule, and I kind of, I'm, I'm springing this on, on you now, is we're going to try to keep it spoiler free because we got 10 genres, three movies each. That's 60 movies if we actually do it. Yeah, so, we're going to name drop 60 movies already, not counting the ones that we've already talked about up until this point in this yes. episode. Yeah. But yes. So we're going to try not to spoil them. Um, if you hear the title of a movie that you really love and, you know, you're nervous about it, maybe skip ahead 15, 30 seconds. We could talk forever. So who knows? It might still be spoiled, but we're yeah. going to try our best. Um, and then a fun, fun thing that I, I wanted to keep it element of surprise here. We have not shared our movies with each other. So we'll be hearing them from each other for the first time. I think there will be a lot of surprises though. Um, I'm also curious to see how much overlap, if any, that we end up with. There's a non-zero percent chance that we will give each other the same 30 movies. (laughs) There's there's an absolutely- A a non-zero percent chance? Yeah. So that means it's, it's, it just means it's possible. So like there is a a very real possibility, maybe slim, I don't know, but a non-zero percent possibility that we could have the exact same list. I remember when we first started doing this, we, I had a list of 10 movies, you had a list of 10 movies and we're like, all right, three, two, one ghost, just give them to each other. We texted each other our lists Mm -hmm. and there was a lot of overlap Mm -hmm. (laughs) because we love the same movies. We have good taste. What can we do? Yeah, so I'm I'm expecting that there will be some overlap, but that that was one of the main reasons why I did not pick slashers. I think it's safe to say that we love slashers. We'll cover a lot of slashers, and they'll probably they'll probably still come up in some of these subgenres anyway, because a lot of them, a lot of them, like check different 
boxes. So it's going to be all over the place. Just so that no one's waiting for a favorite genre, I listed a few popular ones that I took out. So we've got torture porn, werewolves, creepy kid or creepy toy horror, which mm. is kind of kind of a slasher category. Psychological horror, folk horror, gothic horror, family friendly, witches and witchcraft, demonic possession, and curses. So those were some of the ones that like popped up in my head after I had landed on the list. And I I put things in, took things out. Um, but that's that's it. Kyle, you feel clear on these rules and stipulations. Hmm. I wish I wish Jigsaw would explain rules as just succinctly and eloquently and with with such a, a kind tenor like you do. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So I'm I, ready to I was go. going to start my, uh, by saying we're gonna we're gonna play a little game. My uh my my head my head trap is latched on and ready to go. <laughs> let's uh let's do it. And depending on how long this takes, we'll see if it ends up being um, one or two parts. You'll see. So bear bear with us, friends. Um, we're going to start with ghosts and hauntings. I have like a short and simple definition of or description of, of what these types of movies would be. So this one's easy. Films in which we're dealing with ghosts poltergeist haunted houses anything like that spectrals you know yeah. situations you know class five roaming repeaters things like that i hear you yeah exactly so i'm, I'm you start kyle everybody's heard me talk enough oh my gosh well okay i struggled with a lot of these because i'm like when i just get put on the just to talk about certain movies in particular i don't know it's uh my first one's gonna be the Nicole Kidman film, The Others. Ooh, that was a that was a, that was a close one for me. Is it a short list one for you? I uh -huh. um, I've seen it. I've seen it a few times. I think the movie is better the second time when you have the full context. I agree. You know of what happens throughout the movie. I, um, I will always find that one part that that little kid says that's in the trailer all the time I find it so funny when she's like <laughs> i i am your daughter you know but like in her <laughs> i'm not even gonna try and say it yeah <laughs> i um can't get enough of it and you know nicole kidman's just a great actress and i yeah she's love, great in that. Uh, and i love haunted house movies that stay in the house Mm -hmm. throughout the entire throughout basically the entirety of the movie and whether yeah. that's part of the plot you know or, or what have you um it I just, almost, uh, it almost gives it. you a feeling of like being of being like trapped if it, yeah. if the whole movie takes place in in that house right. yeah that's a good that's a good pick and uh my second one is i don't know how popular this movie is but sinister now that I, was on my short list as well i struggled if this counted as a demon movie 
but I'm going to say that there are ghost children in this movie. So it counts. It counts. I think whether if, if it's a demon that might be the situation, you know, causing this ruckus, um, I and... thought it felt it felt like it fit into ghosts or like hauntings because like you're in a situation where you're moving into a house and now creepy shit is happening. So it is haunting the house yeah. and the house without spoiling it being in the house is a component to the mm-hmm. stuff going on. So mm-hmm. I I really loved that movie. I thought... really great kills in that movie. Great kills in that movie. Real silly sense of humor. Yes. Um, and gosh, just Ethan Hawke doing his best, like kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, just uh, he, he's yeah, he's hot in that movie. He's great. He's in a cardigan. He's in oh, a yeah, cardigan. With the almost patches. all of that, all of that movie. And I, I feel in my heart that that is the reason why you own a cardigan or several yeah i own three cardigans now and yeah. it's because i want to be even from that movie <laughs> it's so good um but yeah that's that's uh th- those two great. really came to mind and there as far as one that i haven't seen mm-hmm. and i'm gonna admit that i haven't seen this movie um and seeing uh that we have a pretty big stand in our followers of this movie um i want to watch 13 ghosts with you you've seen 13 ghosts i have not seen 13 ghosts i feel like i should never seen 13 ghosts i was getting it confused with dark water which is another supernatural movie with tony shalhoub in it is that you pronounce his name i don't know yeah yeah but i would have remembered matthew lillard we've we watched dark water together yeah, I know we watched right? that one together. That's the one that with Jennifer, Jennifer Connelly. Yes, we yeah. watched that actually maybe last year. Yeah, probably. And that was the first time I had seen it. So I have not seen Thirteen Ghosts to um, my reckon to my acknowledge to my recollection. I feel like a lot of this is going to be me shamefully admitting that I have not seen this movie yet, so I want to watch it, and okay. that's one of them. So interesting because. 13 Ghosts is on is on my list of favorite movies ever. I did not choose it as one of my ghost slash haunting movies because I have the hope. I had the hope of like, oh, Kyle definitely loves this movie too. And we should talk about it because Matthew Lillard is in it. And anything that, you know, Matthew Lillard is in, we're gonna want to talk about. Um yeah. I that's that's shocking. Quite shocking. I, I and I'm not gonna say that that movie is a good movie like i i don't think it's a it's a it's a wonderful movie it has my heart i've seen it so many times but i would put it in the same category as like a house on haunted hill the yeah 90s remake um in in that category of like it's a little silly it's a little scary it's a little funny it's very 90s um and they're gonna make a television series uh love it which i'm super excited about so wow shocking i know just right out the gate tell me yours yes okay um the first one i picked is insidious love it that's a good one 
I picked Insidious not because I, I don't rewatch it often. And the reason why I don't rewatch it often is because it actually genuinely scares me. I get actually scared every time I watch Insidious. And there are not many movies that do that for me. So that's why I put it as one of my favorites. I also, I love a lot of the actors in that movie. I love Rose Bryan. I love Patrick Wilson. I think it's so great. Um, Lynn Shay. And the love scares just work for me. Like the jump scares work for me. I I love it. So that one is one that I chose. Okay, I, I chose, I chose love... kind of an, an offbeat one too. Yeah. I don't I'm I'll be surprised if you even remember watching this. We watched this together and it's called <laughs> it's called Ouija origin of evil yeah the sequel it was the it's 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 yeah it's a prequel to a movie that was that sucked like i don't remember liking the first one at all it's got the dude who did um like haunting of hill house yes mike flanagan he's yeah yeah it's got a couple of those actors in it too yes so it has a lot of the the actors that are in haunting of hill house i I think because it's a prequel and it's like streaming for free all the time that it probably doesn't get the credit that it deserves. So I chose that one so that maybe some people will watch it. I I thought it was really fun. Like I was engaged the whole time we were watching that movie. I thought it was so great. Yeah. I remember having a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Um, okay. My pick for, and I have watched this movie, but honestly not since, gosh, I'd say I was under 10 when I watched it. Um, mm-hmm. Poltergeist. Yeah, we watched, We, uh, my wife and I watched that. It's a long one. Yeah. It's and a I long think movie. That's one of the things that holds me back. The runtime, oof, that's always going to get me. It plays more like, because I hadn't watched it in years, years, years. And maybe I didn't watch the whole thing through, like, a, like watching on TV in bits and pieces when I was younger. But uh, yeah. it definitely plays more like a comedy than I remembered. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, hell yeah. That's that's one, yeah. I, I've not watched it in a long time, and I feel like so many people talk about it that it's it's got to be good. Um, There's also that okay. remake with Sam Rockwell. But I didn't watch the remake either. Mm, well, I didn't maybe. watch the remake because I had, I was like, I'm not going to watch a remake of a movie that I don't, I'm not really familiar with. I don't really love doing that. I have watched one remake of a movie before I saw the original, but I can't mention it because it's on our list of mm, movies okay, to talk about okay. at some point. We'll, we'll leave it there then. No. All right. So moving on, genre number two, vampires. Jeez. So anything so, with, anything with <laughs> vampires or vampire centric? They're immortal. They drink blood. They only come out at night. You know the drill. We all know who vampires are. There are some good movies on this list. I don't like my vampires to be overly dramatic. Same. So, you know, not really into a interview with a vampire situation. You know, I do like interview with the vampire though. I've never actually, I don't know if I've actually seen it the whole way through. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Um, Now this might be a basic pick, but from dusk till dawn, is that's one of mine too yeah. ding we ding all right overlap. we got our first we got our first 
that movie is so much fucking fun. And I know I was told I can't spoil anything, but I feel like that movie, it worked for me so much as a kid or like when it was what I was probably like 10, 12 when it came out yeah. is because I watched it not knowing it was a vampire movie because right. you can watch the first 45 minutes. You have no clue it, until it, it gets like there. a, like a heist. Like, yeah, movie. it's just some, just some, you know, knockoff Tarantino movie starring yeah. Tarantino, you know, yes. and, and with Cheech Marin, you know, yes. and, and that, yeah, and that cast, the whole cast is great. Um, Danny Trejo, you've got in there. You got Tom Savini in that. Yeah, Tom I Savini. love it. Love it. And is one of his, you know, dude can act. <laughs> love it. Yes. I love him. <laughs> in his way. But, um, uh, Fred, damn it. What's his last name? I forget, but you know, it's all super killer cast. Um, Mm -hmm. the vampires look awesome. It's often played for laughs. Um, I just, yeah, I know that the movie was just very special to me. I watched it a lot. Never, never watched any of the sequels though, or the TV show. Same. I've never watched any of the sequels or the TV show. I also put that as a top pick for me. I've seen that movie so many times. That is peak hot for George Clooney. Peak hotness. He looks so good in that movie. That's besides the point. So does Selma mm. Hayek. Wow. Yeah. Um, like, it, wow. But I also watched it not knowing it was a vampire movie. I figured, I know, like, like I said, Placing some of these movies in genres is going to reveal things. But if you don't know that From Dusk Till Dawn is a vampire movie by now, mm, then, come on. I mean, come on. Like, you're probably never going to watch it then at that point. But if you haven't watched it, highly recommend. Even if you do know that there's vampires in it, it's still, it is very fun. Now, this might also be a hot take, too. I don't know. But again, yeah. I don't I don't like taking my vampire movies very seriously. Um Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That's my second pick too. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> you knew it would be though. You had to know that was going to be on my list. It is. Well, I didn't. Well, I don't know because some people are really precious about the show and protecting that show and saying that like, nope, you know, that that the movie, it's not what Joss Whedon wanted. It wasn't this and this and this. That's not real Buffy. This is real Buffy. But I'm like, they I don't both know. Are. I love, I, I love both. This isn't the best comparison, but it's like, you know, it's like you can love both like Adam West and Michael Keaton Batmans. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like you can love it. It's just two different versions of kind of the same thing. Like I would love, give me, um, I don't know. Yeah. Give me some like old, like, you know, I don't know, old timey, you know, Victorian, england version of buffy the vampire slayer 2 if that doesn't exist already but, you know just like you know i i, I li- i'm cool with all the versions of it i like just well i guess it's really just the two and the comics but the comics were really more kind of borrowed from the show but um yeah i it is so much fun and the cast yeah. is so good i so think good like you have i don't know yeah donald sutherland paul, paul Rubin, luke perry paul rubens being so good luke perry did you um ever see have you seen the show what we do in the shadows i've never watched the show i've only seen the movie 
can I spoil one part for you that's like super yes, great in one of the episodes absolutely. where like yes. they're having their like vampire council you mm-hmm. know and it has it has a co- it has two of the guys from the movie what we do in the shadows that show up but Paul Rubens shows up <sighs> as as his character from Buffy the Vampire Slayer wow that would have been very recently then yeah it was like yeah. four or five four years ago maybe uh, uh Tilda Swinton's that. character from that vampire movie she did with um, uh, duh, Tom. No, I keep saying who's who's the dude that plays Loki. I forget this. Tom, Tom Hiddleston. Oh, yes, um, Tom Hiddleston. And uh, Wesley Snipes zooms in, like he's on Zoom is in his blade. <laughs> so just the idea that like all of these vampire movies, every vampire movie is all in a connected situation. I loved it so much, but. Um, I I just think it's really fun. And Christy Swanson's great. Christy Swanson is like a staple of, you know, late 80s, early 90s, mm-hmm. you know, comedies and, you know, and adventure movies and stuff like that. So I still think she was perfectly cast. It was, you know, it's Agreed. just, you know, and, and I think most people that watch the show, Buffy the Vampire, so nobody's like on their first list of perfect casting. No one says Sarah yeah. Michelle Gellar. Even yeah. though people like Sarah Michelle Gellar, but she's known, you know, I, I'm yeah. not, I'm not trying to make enemies. On don't, the show, don't, uh, don't you dare say anything negative about Sarah Michelle Gellar. <laughs> I won't. Cause I, cause I love her and she's fantastic and everything, but um, yeah. What do you have to say about that movie? It's so much fun. Uh, that, I mean, for those of you who don't know, I am a huge fan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, both the movie and the show. I would not have watched the show had it not been for my love of the movie. Um, it's it's so fun and it's so silly. And Donald Sutherland playing it like completely straight as Merrick when like there's just chaos going on around him. It's just it's such a fun movie. Um. Yeah, I completely agree. I think Christy Swanson is great. I she wouldn't have been able to play Buffy on the show because she would have been a little too um little too old to play high school at that time and go on for, you know, seven more years. So doesn't she doesn't the show like allude to the events of the movie happening at some point? A little like, bit. Kind of they, vaguely? they they take out what they need to and they leave in what they need to. Like once like the fact that she gets menstrual cramps when there's vampires around oh. in, the, in the movie. They took that out, um, but they, they kept they kept what they needed. Um, <laughs> you know, good choice there. But yeah, that's it's it's such a good movie. I it's one of my top favorite movies of all time. And, and it was a close contender for horror comedy. But then I realized I could put it into the vampire category. Yeah, there's there's another movie that's going to show up there as well um, in the comedy section. But I, yeah, you know, and and I didn't really have anything for something I wanted to like watch again or revisit. That I I know there's one vampire movie that I've already nominated on my short list for the podcast. Um, but so outside of that, maybe you know, like I said, maybe I'll just sit and actually watch Interview with a Vampire the whole way through. Now I have you know, to make sure that your movie that you had on, on our short list isn't the one that I chose. Mm. I don't think it would be, but I don't think it is. I don't think it is. What's your movie? 
Um, a movie that I have not watched since probably it came out and that I would love to revisit is Blade. Hell yeah. Starring Wesley Snipes. I I really don't remember it at all. And I love Wesley Snipes. And um yeah, I haven't haven't seen it in a while. So I was glad that you you mentioned him just now. Hell yeah. I did, yeah. I I uh And there's I, several of them. I don't I haven't seen any of the sequels ever. The the second one's supposed to be pretty fun. That's the Guillermo del Toro mm-hmm. one. And then the mm-hmm. third one's supposed to be trash. That's that the usually, one with like Ryan Reynolds and uh, Ryan Reynolds is in that? Yeah. What year, did like, that, what year did the third one come out? I couldn't tell you. And then like just be the early 2000s. Meal, maybe. But... Yeah. Okay. So go look at us. Okay. We, we lined up on vampire movies. That's great. There you go. Look at that little time saver. I think we might line up on this one too. What's the, uh, uh it's, All right. what, what's so, the next one? Next is creature features. So creature feature is going to be a monster or animal as your villain that's my short version i love it the absolute best creature feature movie ever made is on my list the absolute best one what and i tremors Ooh, okay i didn't put tremors but it is it is one of my top favorite ever movies and i've watched it a lot more recently because um phil my son loves it so it's so good. I, oh my gosh. Yeah. Because it has, you know, long before, you know, Midsummer made a, a big deal about being, you know, horror movie in daylight for the <laughs> majority of the movie. It is. You had, yeah. you had tremors with the exception of when like the, that like research, like the old, the man and wife get. Yes. Yes, the car the, gets swallowed yep, and all of yep, that. Which is but awesome. outside of that, the majority of this movie takes place during the day. And especially for a creature feature, when usually they're trying to hide the puppetry oh, and the yeah. strings and stuff, they just The practical go... effects in Tremors are amazing. Yeah. And then you have some great performances from some legends of the time. You know, you have mm-hmm. Fred Ward, of course. You've got mm-hmm. Kevin Bacon, of course. You've got Michael Gross, who went on to like really be like the linchpin of that yeah, franchise he was, yeah he was a pillar of uh the tremors franchise and for the record i've seen all of them i've seen almost within all the of last them. couple of years just not that last one that has john heater in it i didn't see it's that one fun. it's fine like watch it once and then maybe never again but there you go i'm glad they got jamie kennedy for two of those that's twice we brought yeah. him up or how many times yeah. we bring him up i um and you got fucking i like how that's how i knew who reba mcintyre was same (laughs) i know and then she did not return she did not return for any of the sequels oh man neither did kevin bacon i know she kicks ass in that you know they were doing that they they apparently shot a pilot for this tremors tv show with kevin bacon i know apparently it was bad enough they saw it and we're like we're not going to do this and i'm like Can how you imagine bad, how about saying could it no be? saying no to kevin bacon yeah for a tremors television series like there's got to be more people like us that would love to see it oh geez my second creature feature is deep blue sea oh that's one of mine too okay and see i knew we were gonna line up i um i should probably be tallying how many we have of overlap so so far we're at three 
Yeah, Buffy, Dusk Till Dawn, and Deep Blue Sea. That's pretty mm-hmm. good. Um, yeah, just because, hell yeah. It's... <laughs> you get So much shark action in that movie. That's probably the shark movie that has the most actual... You shark see the situation. sharks. Yes, like you see them quite a bit. Is it is it a hot take to be like, it's probably my favorite shark movie? Sorry, Jaws. No, I... Jaws is in my in my top movies, but I fucking love Deep Blue Sea. I've seen it so many times and it is a fun ride every single time. And we we love LL Cool J on this podcast. Yes. Um be more being more horror movies, LL. Come on. I know. More. Survive every one of them. And give me and give me a song for each one. Yeah. Oh my god. That the I don't even know what the song is. Deepest, bluest, my heart is like a shark's fin. I just don't know. I I know all the words, just not the name. I don't. But it's I don't uh, either. It's good. I I oh man. I just want good. like a, it's good. No, I um I just love having just like I just love having a, a rap song that plays over the credits that explains the movie to me that I watch so if I need to explain the movie to my friends but in a fun rhyming way I can um, oh it is called deepest bluest parentheses oh. sharkspin oh yeah okay so it's it's a it's a little on the nose but we'll take it what kind of hat is he wearing that looks specifically like a sharkspin um not one that looks like a sharkspin he in this in the music video he's wearing like a backwards baseball cap it looks like and then maybe in some shots a do-rag neither really maybe a do-rag with the backwards baseball cap maybe if he's like wearing like two hands sideways with the with the brim bills going out Mm -hmm. each side no none of those look like a shark Mm, no no they don't um So a creature feature I haven't seen that I I couldn't tell. Okay, I might it might count for a later uh, genre too, but I've never seen Mimic. Ooh, I have not seen Mimic either. Uh-oh. That would be like that would also fit into sci-fi, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I'd be I'd be down to watch Mimic. Yeah. What about yeah. um? What about you? I know you got Deep Blue Sea, but what else you got? Yeah, my second one, super obvious pick, but I had to put it on there, Jurassic Park. I I love Jurassic Park. I think it's so, so good. So Jeff Goldblum, you know, he's he has my heart. Everybody. Yeah, Yeah. Jurassic Jurassic Park is is like a a perfect movie for me. And I I would recommend it to anyone. So hopefully everyone's seen it like as soon as you hit a certain age you need to decide that you're going to watch Jurassic Park yeah my movie that I have seen a lot of these I have seen but need to watch again so I haven't watched this one since probably again like tween kind of age 10 to 13 um the thing 1982 I like it I um I never saw the original, original. No, thing. I've never seen the original because this was a remake. Yeah. The one from the 80s, but I'm specifically referencing. Yeah, this Kurt Russell, John Carpenter one. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Love, yeah. love John Carpenter. Yeah, we love John Carpenter. We love Kurt Russell. Mm. Both. Give them both. Love them. Maybe, maybe 
maybe someone might show up again we'll never see or maybe we will see i don't know maybe kurt russell (laughs) makes an appearance later maybe maybe he does maybe (laughs) i don't know yeah all right next up found footage i feel like there's some really high ones and then just a sea of garbage, which I mean, oh, I guess you could probably so much say garbage for found footage uh, because it's the cheapest one to make. And yep. so, so you, anybody, anybody can just pick up a camera and be like, you know what, uh, filmmaker today, I'm going to do this. Oh, I know it's so bad, but gosh, there's some good ones. Um, I didn't talk about the obvious ones or maybe I did. Maybe one's obvious. I think uh, my first one is creep. I have creep on my on my yeah. list. It's I love uh, that movie. I thought the sequel was really good too, but some people thought I it was a little too. It was a little out there, but the first one it was just really good. It was really effective for me. I mean, mm-hmm. Mark Duplass is just a creepy dude just in general, so it it worked. Yeah, I never I never thought of him as a creepy dude because I had watched The League, mm-hmm. and then I was like, "There's no way that they're gonna make Mark Duplass like." scary and he fucking freaks me out that whole movie i want to know what's going on but i don't want to know what's going on like it's i used to live uh i used to have an apartment that was uh not too far from lake washington um and when i was like out just like walking the dogs you know i just would always like in the distance like every once in a while they have like a bench, you know like benches kind of along like mm-hmm. the, the lake like that and then every <laughs> once in a while i'll just turn and i'll just see like one person just sitting there by themselves like on the bench and i was like i wonder if he's fucking just waiting for mark Duplass to show up <laughs> and uh so hell hell yeah uh creeps really good yeah. um the second one is a little less well-known, um, directed by Bobcat Goldthwait, um, who's most known for just being a comedian in the 80s, mm. right? And uh, okay. he uh, and he did some, like, dark comedies. He did one with Robin Williams called uh, World's Best Dad, which is a little fucked mm, up. I've seen that. And then one called God Bless America, which is a little more like, mm, you know, it's like people get mad at reality stars and just start killing reality stars. And they're just kind of like, eh. You know, there's more is more harmful people in the world than that. Um, but he did a found footage horror movie called Willow Creek. Do you remember watching that with me? Yes, Willow yeah. Creek. That... Thought about could have fit into Creature Feature because it's a big foot. How many movie. times? How many times have you seen it? Because I only watched it that one time that we watched it together. I've seen it probably about three times. I that's that is one that I need to rewatch. It's not my my listed one that i need to rewatch, but it's real um, short it's real short too which is helpful it i just remember thinking that the prep because the premise of the movie is like a bigfoot situation right yeah he's just he just wants to yeah he wants to find bigfoot he wants to find bigfoot i have to say i went into that movie thinking like this is going to be dumb this isn't going to be scary and it's more disturbing, I'd say, than it is scary for me because the, I won't spoil anything here, but the ending specifically, like as a woman, is quite terrifying. <laughs> so I'll leave it at that. And just, I, um, it, it was really tense that last like 20 minutes, mm-hmm. especially. Um, 
and it really ramps up really quickly. And I hate camping so much and I hate sleeping in tents because it is like the least protective thing around you, you can possibly have in the wilderness when there's that, dangerous things. I'm that, not... that was, that was one of the questions that was, um, if time allows, I was saving for later of how have horror movies fucked you up in your regular life of things that you won't do. We can both say camping is one for, is for both of us. Yeah. Fuck camping. And, and reluctant flying. We Reluctant flying. We know we have to do it. Yeah. Um, and then for like one that I haven't seen in a while. <sighs> Gosh, I don't know. I'd love to watch Grave Encounters again. That's that's mine. That's my my rewatch. <laughs> I guess Grave I Encounters. I guess I know what we're doing this weekend. Um, we've got some plans. <laughs> love it. I love I love the uh, the lining up. So outside <laughs> anything you want to talk about with either of those two movies before you uh, share your other one. Already touched on Creep. I really don't remember if, I remember having fun watching Grave Encounters, but I don't remember if I actually was like, like this is a good movie that I would recommend to other people. But I'd say if you've watched, was it called, Go- what, what is it called? The actual show, Ghost Encounters? Or Ghost? Yeah. Ghost Adventures. Ghost Adventures. If you've seen Ghost Adventures and you're a fan of that, you would like Grave Encounters. Like it's, it's playing off of, off of that. So I, I remember thinking it was fun and maybe I didn't like the ending. And I'm saying that not even actually being sure of that, but I think it, it was a fun, a fun watch overall. So I, I would like to revisit it as well. Love it. Yeah. yeah, I um that would be it's one of my dream professions. I know it's not good to dream of labor, right? You know, I understand <laughs> that. I know that's problematic thinking, but I uh would love to be paid to just sit in empty spooky houses. Yeah. Just pound, just like the ghost adventure guys pound a couple natty lights and always go <laughs> and always like ask what was that? Did you hear that? Oh my God, turn it yeah. up. What is that? <laughs> and just yell out, yell out to the, the ghost. Come at me. Yeah. <laughs> Come at me, bro. <laughs> Linda, can you hear me? Move this pencil. <laughs> and be like, fuck that pencil just move. It might've. <laughs> Linda's here. I love yeah. it. Yeah. That, that, that could be a fun, fun profession. Okay. <laughs> We had two. We had two that aligned in that one. That was good. Um, so my another favorite that I put, maybe a little bit basic, but I had to throw it on there because it had me at the edge of my seat when I saw it in the theater, paranormal activity. Mm. I was almost prepared for you to say Blair Witch Project, which both could have fit in. I mean, as the I two did see I did see Blair Witch in the theater with my mom. And I feel like I was probably way too young to watch that. I don't even remember what year it came out, but 99 i think so like yeah we're 11 12 yeah but um hair witch for me is more of a time and place where it was like we thought it was real and that made it scary but when i rewatch it i'm like this movie is actually quite boring um 
So I, I'm not, it's not in my, it's actually not even in my list of favorites, but paranormal activity, paranormal activity. I really love it. And I think even though there's a lot of flaws in the whole franchise, I enjoy the franchise as a whole. So I think so too. Um, I think it, I think it like, it was the beginning of something really fun. And it also, it took found footage to like another level kind of like after Blair Witch, like already had its, uh, its moment. And if you lived in anywhere, like in Southern California, especially like South of LA. Yeah. Like you've been in that house. You oh, have yeah. friends that like you almost like it that was almost movie like takes place in Carlsbad and it looks like it 10 or 15 people I know like what their house looks like like I'm pretty sure I knew the layout of that house like just oh, like yeah. in the first we've all, we've all been to that house yes <laughs> those stucco walls and yeah it, ta- it takes place in Carlsbad which is is it it's, it's somewhere in San Diego yeah, County it but it's a Carlsbad? Carlsbad yeah it's in San Diego which doesn't Jesus. happen often in movies so shout out yeah. to them Love it. Oh, yeah. All right. Moving into a category that I intentionally put on here because I don't think it's one of your favorites. It's not. Is zombies and viruses. I added in viruses so that you had a little bit of flexibility. So we're thinking of reanimated corpses or virally infected humans. I love it because there are no zombie movies on my list here. bullshit that's such bullshit we we could have a whole <laughs> conversation about that so like okay like outside of like the romero movies and even then come on the first three um those are good and then yeah i don't know yeah just zombies don't do it for me i i watched the first like maybe the, maybe the first season of walking dead shows fucking okay trash. that's that's Zombies it's so bad i know i i really wanted to love it because i do love the the graphic novels and i read through a lot of those but um and i'll do it i'll acknowledge like too slow you know i could have put like train to busan maybe on here because that's a really good which one. i've never seen maybe maybe that can be one that we'll that we'll watch but that's, i think that's that's on my list but i've also heard that it makes a lot of people cry and i i don't like to cry I mean, it's like a dad getting his daughter through the zombie apocalypse. What do you think happens in the end? I don't know. Like any other one. Um, I just, I, yeah, I don't want, I don't want any of that. So the, um, so what I put, I was very liberal with just any viruses that made people weird (laughs) or people that were dead that are, that come back to life. Reanimated. That's that's fine. Yeah. So you chose reanimator? No, I didn't. I sh- it was though on my on my short list. I do love that movie, Industry Legend, uh, Jeffrey Combs. Shout out um, to him. So first one's Pet Cemetery. Mm, that's a good choice. Love that movie. Love it. I didn't even love think Pet that Cemetery. I didn't even think that John Lithgow remake was that bad either. It was dumb, but I didn't watch it. I thought you watched Should it I? with me. Mm, okay, no. maybe I watched it with uh with Megan then. So. But that one was really good. I think, um, and I don't always dig Stephen King all the time, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, I just thought that movie was really effective. That cemetery is a fun one. And we and, like, well, I don't want to spoil it, but you know, there's some some zombies in there that you don't get to see very often. So it's it's pretty fun. I um, also put when it comes to viruses, I put cabin fever. I do not care for Eli Roth 
generally. It's a stretch. It counts. There's a virus in the that infects people. I would I would classify that into body horror, but I thought about putting it in body horror, but we'll see. I get a it gets a little. That's messy. okay. I think one of my choices also fits into body horror too, so I can't give you too much shit for that. Now I do think you know. Yeah. Even if I revisited this movie, I'm sure there's probably a lot of like really like a uh, really problematic rough stuff in it. But you know what? I there like is. I like that um big boy boy meets world fan, so love to see Ryder Strong. Mm-hmm. Right? I know. So good for him. And yeah. he's a handsome fella, you know. I Cabin Fever was on my on my short on my short list for um another another uh area. Yeah my what i want to watch again because i've seen this but i haven't seen it in a very long time is doomsday you ever see that no it is it's like part zombie movie part like medieval action movie like but it's not medieval in any way it's like it's modern or it's presented as modern but mm-hmm. like that makes sense but people ride on horses because you know people run out of gasoline probably eventually but um it was it's directed by neil marshall who did the descent mm-hmm. um which is a very kick-ass um creature feature you um, want to hear a secret i've only yeah. seen the descent once and i don't remember it at all dang yeah you should watch also, it also i watched it during the day which i did not realize that that was a movie that should not be watched during the day i couldn't see anything that was happening so cabin fever pet cemetery doomsday those are my zombie movies what do you think okay no i i knew you'd find loopholes and and shit i knew i had a feeling that was gonna happen i i had to no. put zombies on there because i really enjoy zombie movies and where I think the line is is drawn is what hurts the the zombie genre. I think it's like it's like, well, who's really the monsters? The zombies or the people who are surviving? And you're like, okay, calm down. Like we get it. People are shitty. So that makes zombie movies a little less fun. But I love an apocalypse situation. So that like that mm. it just scratched. I probably could have put apocalyptic horror too as a subgenre um my my two picks are are pretty basic i think um i chose dawn of the dead 1978 that was one of the first movies that i that i think i ever watched from the 70s like it was the first time i went back to like older horror and Mm -hmm. i was really surprised how much i loved it it's a long movie so it's definitely a like I'm folding my laundry, you know, I'm like doing other things while I'm watching it, but I've I've seen it quite a few times and I really, really enjoy it. Um and then I was really torn on this because there's a like a zombie comedy horror that I went for, and then there's like another basic choice. I'm gonna go for my my basic choice instead. Love it. Um, which is 28 days later. And the reason why I love this movie is because it was the first time the first time that I saw fast moving zombies that I actually like and enjoyed the movie. Like there's a lot I'm not a fan of zombies running. Not not my favorite thing. I like them being slow moving. Like they're reanimated corpses. Like they're not they're not 
going into the fucking Olympics. It's not happening. So I do love that movie because it is dark and it really, it's tense. Um, and I like, uh, Killian Murphy. Yeah, me too. I like him. Got a a nice jawline. He was Um, in, um, uh, that Wes Craven movie. Red Eye. That I haven't seen yet either. It'd be a fun one. It's a thriller. That's like thriller horror though, right? Like we can. It's more thriller than anything else. More thriller. I've heard that it's good though. Yeah, it's fun. Um, and then my movie that I would like to rewatch, this is kind of a, a weird one, maybe like a little bit of a deep cut, but I don't remember, we may have watched this together for a movie night, mm-hmm. um, Contracted from 2013. Ooh, I don't remember that at all. So the premise of this movie is this girl goes out, she has sex with someone and contracts what first appears to be maybe an STI, but then is like her pretty much like zombifying while she's still alive. Oh, okay. I think I remember us watching this. Yeah. And it's, I I feel like it could also fit into the category of body horror because there's a lot of like, she's like, you know, you've got teeth things going on. You've got nail stuff going on. Like, so it's, it's pretty cringy, but I remember being uh, like, intrigued by it and i don't really remember if it was that great so maybe that means that it wasn't that great but i would i would like to rewatch it oh yeah yeah all right so good segue this movie has dave holmes in it oh the former vj i don't remember that at all interesting i think maybe yeah good for him I remember always thinking he was the old guy of the of the VJs. I feel like other than um, what was his name, the much older one, Kurt Loder. Kurt Loder, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Again, y'all, elder millennials. <laughs> A lot of MTV. Yeah. Uh, okay, so moving on to body horror. So I gave this one a really like I found a definition on line that I really liked <laughs> defined by the human body being transport transformed beyond its natural limits, showcasing disease, mutilation, invasion, and corruption from within. And I was like, oh, corruption from within. That sounds scary. Ooh. um, so that that's that defines our body horror category Kyle, all right I'll let you have it okay um i was thinking this could be in geez this could be in creature features this could be in body horror this could be in sci-fi you could call this a horror comedy but james gunn's slither mm. um is so good <laughs> it's so much fun um this is my first introduction, I think, to him. Because I'm trying to think. I think it was his first movie. It was his first, like, you know, larger budget movie. He was doing, like, trauma movies or maybe something like that. Yeah, because it was, it came out in 2008. And then I don't know if it was just Slither alone or something else. Like, God, has some connected him. And now he's, you know, he got to do those Guardians of the Galaxy movies. I remember seeing mm-hmm. that at first and being like, that's fucking weird. Why would they let this dude on to, like, a yeah. Hollywood movie set? This guy. And honestly, the Guardians of the Galaxy movies are some of my favorite of those Marvel movies. And I say that 
fully admitting that I've only seen maybe three or four of them total. It's hard when 80% of them are essentially the same movie. So like and anything that sticks out. two and a half hours long. Get out of here. Yeah. So if anything sticks not. out even a little bit, like the first Guardians, it's very yeah. welcome. Or that like third Thor yeah. movie. It's like if you yeah. just do something just even a fucking just little something bit different. different. Yeah. Um, I'll take it. Um, um, I don't I don't want to spoil which category, but Slither was a pick for me in a different category. Love it. I will. I'm, so I'm, I'm going to put. Forward. I'm going to put that in the overlap, even though the subgenre didn't overlap. I think that counts. You got Nathan Fillion. He's great. Mm-hmm. That oh, whole cast is really him. good. Love him. Um, I think that. Well, because I just love you know it's like got that alien invasion kind of situation. I like that idea of like small town beleaguered you know deputy or sheriff like has to and like it's gross it is a gross yeah, movie it's so gross there, yeah there's a lot Delightfully of body horror so. in her. <laughs> that woman in the barn it's so oh. bad <laughs> and just and i've had nightmares about that all nightmares. the things they yeah just like make <laughs> just michael rooker towards the end it's so oh. good and then it's with good. all yeah oh i love it so much so much good um so much good practical effects there is cgi in it as well um yeah. because you know obviously because of the timing but um yeah it's great i love it the other one is um the remake of suspiria did you ever see that no um full disclosure i have never seen either of them okay this yeah um... i'm not not a real horror fan um <laughs> i've never oh, seen either oh, yeah oh, how could you i um no whatever i i don't think i haven't seen most argento movies so it's okay but this remake i um my wife got me into because she saw it and was really into Mm -hmm. it and there is you know spoiler right she is in that and Mm -hmm. it is it is about witches um which i'm always down for but i think when i talk about body horror i think anyone that's seen the movie knows exactly what scene i'm talking about and it is mm-hmm. fucked up and upsetting to watch i didn't the expect whole thing. there to be any body i see i i pictured that movie no i literally know nothing about it because i have it on my list of things to watch and i just haven't gotten around to it so the only thing i i thought that it fit into psychological horror like it was one of those types of situations that one scene alone fuck i'm like no that's body horror enough like they hired a um the actress that they hired is like a well-known contortionist Ooh, fun um so it was so i'm sure there's some like effects making all that but there's like a lot Mm. of like she was helping that along so that you know like i said i don't know if you would say like oh that's a body horror movie but that scene in particular was very effective for me nice. so that's why i was like god it just feels weird to leave that out um and then i just i haven't seen the fly in a long time i know that's like the famous mm. when you say body horror like usually that's yeah the remake another one where mm. it's like actually it's you know the most the more famous one is the remake right you know yeah, yeah. just like the yeah. thing uh i've I'd love seen to... the original maybe we do that i don't know yeah yeah so that's uh how about you well, The Fly is on my um, top list. I actually hadn't watched it for a very long time, and I watched it maybe it have been more than three weeks ago. Maybe like three weeks ago, I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. 
I'm going to throw on the fly when I was like eating. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop eating. <laughs> because so I'm good. that movie is gross. It is so gross. Jeff Goldblum popping up twice. I'm going to, I'm going to give us a tally since it, since it overlapped, even yeah. though it's one you haven't seen for a while. Um, I love it. I love Gina Davis as well. Love so Gina Davis. It's um, it's scary in the way like that invasion of some like something happening to your body. Ugh. I mean, it's great. It's great. I highly recommend it, but it is gross. Um, the other one that I put, and I don't know how much exposure you've had to this movie. I chose The Ruins from two thousand eight. Right. Sean Ashmore. I remember that. Yeah. Sean Ashmore, who is. He has a twin. Well, he has the twin. I forget which one or if it's the same one. If one's in X-Men and was also in Quantum Break, a video game. The other one. And then. Sean is in Animorphs. Yeah. Hell yeah. And this. Love Animorphs. That I like. That's what I know of him. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so I chose the ruins. I, the gore in this movie, even some of like the CGI, it is disturbing. Um, maybe a little bit of, uh, cultural problematic things going on in it, but, um, for the most part, like they're, like they're the dumb ones in this situation, not, not the mm-hmm. who they're visiting so um i won't it's usually dumb it. americans showing up and mm-hmm. dumb themselves. americans showing up the yeah. characters are annoying but not so annoying that you're like really rooting against them because the shit that happens to them is so awful that you're just like oh no like nobody deserves that mm-hmm. um but i love it i think if you're if you're into body horror it's really great and then of course um oh the other thing that i wanted to point out about this subgenre because other things that can fit into body horror are like um, a situation like human centipede where someone else is, is creating the, the mutilation thing. That's actually not my favorite type of body horror. It grosses me out so much that I actually have trouble watching it. So I've seen the human centipede didn't really care for it. It grossed me out so, so much. And then how nice I think about, that I uh, wanted to watch for a long time, but haven't. And I think you've seen it is Tusk. And the only yeah. reason I want to watch it is because Justin Long, I, I know that there's going to, there's going to be just some really gnarly stuff in there. Yeah. Um, if you can get past the Kevin Smith isms of it, like, I, I, can, I can always get past that. I've, my patience is very thin for him. And and even even in his like heyday, I mean, like, yeah. I don't goofy. know. I would say, yeah, I would say even Dogma is a mostly pretty good movie, and I think that's the best thing I can say about usually any of his most most any of his movies. But Tusk is a lot of fun. Um, okay, I do. I did like it a lot, and yeah, definitely hard body horror. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, if you know what the movie is about, um, I, I would love I'm sure it doesn't end well for Justin Long, like it well, ever does in any movies. Let's just curate, you know, let's go from like Jeepers Creepers into 
you know, Tusk into Barbarian. Barbarian and then maybe take a step back into uh, Drag Me to Hell a little bit. Mm, <laughs> you know, yeah. just just nothing but just Justin Long horror movies. He's we could just do a whole episode on just Justin Long horror. There we go. Um, okay, and then my movie that I've this is one that I've never seen but would like to watch is Splinter from 2008. I I really only have seen um like promotional things for it. Um, is that the so Adrian Brody one? Maybe or I don't no, even I'm know thinking... who's in it. I I don't remember when or how it came up, so I actually looked it up on IMDb and like looked up the premise. So the premise is a splinter parasite transforms its still living victims into deadly hosts, which I thought sounded kind of fun. And I when you think of like the mm-hmm. visceral like like the the reaction of the feeling of having a splinter like under your skin like that alone like makes me want to watch it because I'm like oh that shit sounds like it's going to be gross and like delightfully so I'm thinking of Splice the Adrian mm. Brody movie okay no yeah um Not yeah oh, oh I hate I hate getting splinters because my dad would always yeah. insist on you know holding like like a needle over a flame to make it super hot and then getting it no. out that way there's got to be easier ways to there's do that. so many easier ways i have to take out splinters all the time but like yeah. i'm a mom we just yeah. use tweezers, tweezers and you just squeeze yeah. it and just yeah you can get yeah. it out and i don't fuck with cheap tweezers so like the tweezers in my house get the job done High like quality. They're... love it all right. all right so next category i think a favorite for both of us is horror comedy so a comedy with a horror theme or a horror film that leads with comedy that's so good it's my favorite subgenre. i there's so, so many good. movies there are so many movies i am not including on this list i would like to say that disclaimer as well there are so many movies that i'm not including on this list and of course death becomes her is one of them because we've already talked about that we've already shared that episode so let it and be known that that and is, things is like, one of my faves and things like really obvious ones like you know ghostbusters beetlejuice you know what i was actually quite shocked that you didn't put ghostbusters in your ghosts and haunting category because i originally had put it in there and then i was like i'm gonna take it out because i know that kyle's gonna have that in it's, his uh ghost category it's a it's a top five movie for me but i don't i know it's yeah i don't know it's yeah but it's felt too easy to to or too basic of me to include it i don't know so i put for my comedy i already brought this movie up once and the tv show that's based off this movie um mm-hmm. what, what we do in the shadows it's Which was, so good that was almost a pick for me to revisit because i've seen it twice but a long time ago like we're werewolves not swearwolves <laughs> I love it. Or just that dumb fucking like the spaghetti and the worms thing. <laughs> that dumb prank they play. But I just I love um It has really fun humor. It's just like a horror movie by way of Christopher Guest, you know? Yeah. I I I think uh I I think one thing I love is like how much like they all just like care about each other. <laughs> <laughs> like how they're dysfunctional but like you know like they I mean, care you would about have each other to. they if stick you're, around if you're gonna have eternal life with your with people like you're gonna right? have to care for each other i love it and uh um, 
Thank you. And geez, it's so hard because again, horror comedy is the best genre of movie ever. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like I'd be remiss if I did not bring up Adam's Family Values. I knew it. I knew that was going to be one of yours. That's such a good one. It's not, it's, I didn't put it on mine intentionally because of that. Um, it. It's one of my favorites. The first one kicks all sorts of ass, but the second oh, one. Yeah. I mean, the second one is They really figured it out in the second one. And it's funny because the second one really is just kind of like plot-wise a rehash of the first one. It's the same yeah. thing. It's like some gold digging person wants to come in and sees that Fester's the dumb one and they can uh-huh. <laughs> use Fester yeah. as an end to get to the family's money. And But you have an Oscar-winning turn. Oscar, just giving an Oscar, it doesn't seem like it's enough for Joan Cusack in that movie. I feel like, and maybe that's why they didn't give it to her. They're like, you know what? Like, why are we? Not even enough. Yeah. It's just why tarnish this movie with an award that doesn't give it justice. But everything about the movie is incredible. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a, so good. That is a five boo movie. That and, is a five uh, boo movie. Yeah. And yeah. a, uh, and a Thanksgiving movie. I think it counts. Um, so yeah, gosh. And then as far as like, ooh, as far as other horror comedies that I'd want to see that I haven't in a long time, who, geez, I don't know. That was the one that I struggled with because it's like I feel like I've seen all of them and I watch all of them very regularly. Mm. So nothing newer, because I picked I picked something newer because I couldn't find anything from back in the day i have i don't know if i have a whole lot of interest in seeing it but i never saw the sequel to zombie land mm, it's not good is it then i won't watch it there yeah. you go because i i do like zombie land yeah um, i'll probably just say i'll just probably just say let's watch let's watch ghostbusters again <laughs> that just to make sure that it's represented in there so yeah just to make sure just to make sure I'm sure I haven't seen Ghostbusters nearly as many times as you have. And I feel like I I know that movie pretty well, but um, funny enough, um, the last time I watched it, which would have been maybe maybe like six or eight months ago, I think I watched it. We did like Mm -hmm. a family movie night and I like, I think that movie is actually like kind of scary. Like, like that that stay puff marshmallow man is scary a little bit when he looks angry when he looks angry would you want that guy coming after you absolutely not his angry face looks like chucky's angry face yes it does yes and that i think scared me as a kid because it Mm -hmm. definitely reminded me of that but yeah that's that's a that's a perfect that's a perfect movie too love it okay what do you got okay um, first pick was Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Hell yeah. I think maybe this is more of a comedy that is horror themed, but I'm counting it as a horror comedy. Um, I've seen it so many times, but, um, never gets old. Obviously we love Elvira. Um, Sandra Peterson is the best ever. And it's it's just so funny. She's such a good character. She says revenge is better than Christmas. And I say that any chance <laughs> I can make it work, like work it into my life. Like 
it's it's She's so, so great. good it's so silly it like i highly recommend that movie to anyone it's silly fun very campy um the second one I'm, I'm hoping that you've heard of this movie before because this was like one that i had on vhs recorded from tv i was the world's biggest jim carrey fan as a kid obviously i married a tall goofy white dude um once and bitten. <laughs> once bitten yeah i love once Bitten. do you not like once bitten no i think of once bitten in no it's fine i like it. almost put I, it in the vampire category almost put in the vampire category you could but i i'd say you got jim carrey we can put that in the in the comedy one i um hmm. i always think of that movie with like it's dumb it is a dumb movie i think it's so funny it's this perfect encapsulation of the 80s like yeah. it's so 80s and lauren hutton looks amazing always just amazing so that's my that's my second horror comedy so if, if you haven't heard of that one you could probably find it to watch for free on some some streaming platform and my horror comedy that i chose that i would like to see is mm-hmm. the blackening i cool. have been very interested in wanting to watch that but i'm sorry i'm not going to pay 25 dollars in my home like if I was, if it was still in the theater, I would have like, I missed it in the theater. My bad. Yeah. But 25 bucks at home, it's not happening. So I'll, I'll wait for the price to go down a little bit, but I'm very curious about it because it has a game in it, which I feel like is I did a, not... pillar, a pillar right. of what we love. So, and I didn't even put dinner party or like game themed movies on the, on the sh- sub genre either. So that's uh that's one i'd like to see oh yeah next we have i think we're actually i think we're making good time actually Um, next we have sci-fi horror so you're thinking about aliens you're thinking about space robots tech could even be included in this but sci-fi horror Hmm. so the best science fiction horror movie ever made is probably alien so i've got alien on my list i um i would agree i think that movie is just kind of perfect in just it its is. pacing in slow burn oh, you know i love them the, sl- the slower the burn the <laughs> the better um i gosh i've watched it after ghostbusters so very much cemented my love for Sigourney Weaver. Mm. Um, yeah. And yeah, just those things are fucking scary. If they're not like running mm-hmm. through the vents, they're bursting the out of, of your fucking bursting chest. Bursting through your chest is like, I yeah. feel like I get like tightness, like in my breathing, just thinking about it. It, it must not exist. I could be wrong, but for some reason I'm like envisioning, like, I feel like it would make like a good stage show if it hasn't already. It could. Yeah. It just all kind of takes place on the one yeah, ship on and this and this. Well, yeah, outside of like, you know, certain kind of scenes where they could do. But um, I think I also like it, too. I remember reading that the script, it was, uh, you know, intentionally all the characters are referred to just by their last names. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could you could gender swap literally yeah. anybody in that movie. Um, and so great. I thought that would be really cool to, you know, I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't want to like 
put like a dude in as Ripley, but other people, you know, like, I, I think it would be um, just very cool just to kind of explore that a little mm-hmm. bit. I uh, just really appreciate that movie. I think it's really good. And then I'm going to be a little shorter talking about the other movies. Um, one of my favorite sci-fi horror movies came out in the last 10 years called Attack the Block. Um, oh, I haven't watched that one. That one's so much fun. That's got... Uh, okay. John Boyega before mm-hmm. he started doing Star Wars. When did um, that come out? Like 2011? Am I too far back? 2015? Maybe, maybe a little. Yeah, maybe somewhere closer to that, I think. Okay. I don't know. But it's it's a lot of fun. It's got, um, it's not afraid to kill kids, which is fun. Mm. We like <laughs> always, that. That's always, that's always, always a selling point. Um, and then it has um, Nick Frost from... Mm other horror comedy Shaun of the Dead um and yeah it's just a lot of fun I don't know and then um one that I've not seen in forever and I only saw once and I think it was on TV another Sam Neill movie so we're just bringing up uh Jurassic Park alumni even though you you could call that a sci-fi horror too Jurassic Park good if there's science Um, involved it's event horizon it's event horizon yes that's mine too I love it. Um, I think that would be, I just haven't seen it in such a long time. I think the cast is really good. I think the premise yeah. is pretty neat. I'd, I'd love to watch that again. Yeah, I saw it as a kid. I honestly remember nothing about it. So I, that, that could be, we could, we could add it to the list. We love, we love Sam Neill. Love it. And um, yeah, yeah. So what do you got? Great. Okay. This isn't overlap technically. So Alien is in my top favorite movies. I chose Aliens. Okay. Oh, I yeah. chose it because I rewatch it more often. So rewatchability, like there's a lot of lot of action-packed stuff going on. And shout out to Sigourney Weaver because the character of Ripley is just so good. And like... Like, I don't think they call her... I don't think they name her Ellen in the first movie. Do they call her Ellen Ripley or is that until the second one? I don't remember. It might, it might say it in the credits. Maybe I don't remember, but um, I I had to put aliens because, um, and here's me showing my, my stellar parenting skills, but um, my son has watched all of the alien movies and even resurrection. Even he loves resurrection. Oh my gosh. I know, I know. Where he's young, everyone give him a break. Um yeah. but Ripley is one of the first like strong female characters that he saw and was like fully on board with. Like he likes really like macho like lead characters and so he just hadn't found his like person to like represent mm-hmm. and like when he found Ripley, he was like, wow, like, this is an amazing, amazing hero. And when she dies, literally, he lost it. Not yeah. in the aliens, but in one in one of them. The third one, maybe? I don't know. She dies. She comes back. She dies. She comes back. She's an alien. She's not, you know. All yeah. That's why I kind of, after the first two, I'm kind of like, eh. The first, then- two are, the first two are the best. The third one is fun. It's fun enough. And I never watched any of those like um, like Prometheus or I haven't watched the other one that came out. There's some other one that came out. Yeah, there was another one, but I haven't watched either of those. I read not so great things, so I never watched them. Mm. 
Um, okay, one of our overlap movies, Slither. I put yeah. Slither in my sci-fi horror category. Love, love that movie. We already already chatted about it a little bit. And then yeah, my rewatch, Event Horizon. Easy. Sci-fi was this. a good one. Look at that overlap. There were a lot of contenders for sci-fi as well. Like I, I felt like that was actually a surprise for me that there were like a few that I had thought of that were great. I don't know if Jason X fits into sci-fi. I think it does. Does Leprechaun in space count? I think anything in space could could really count. Yeah. So I think Jason <laughs> X counts. Jason X is awesome. I I I can't stand that I love that movie. I, it's I've seen actually it more times than I should. It's it's so weird. It's only gotten better. <laughs> like if I yeah, revisit as you get while, older, it just gets better. Yeah, it just becomes just more fun and enjoyable. I love it. Um, I mean, leaving Predator out was a uh, was I know. tough. Um, because I, I would say I that's Predator. Okay, I left Predator out because it is a favorite for me, but it feels this might be a hot take. It feels like an like an action movie to me more so like an action movie with horror elements more so than a horror film but i know a lot of people would disagree with me on that and that's fine but i do really love predator it gives me the same vibes as um from dusk till dawn you know the first yes. 45 minutes of this movie you think it's just some basic ass mm-hmm. you know army just action war movie let's yeah. you know G. get joe gi joe situation and then all of a sudden this fucking thing shows up <laughs> it just starts yeah. killing all of them it's yeah. it's it's pretty good i i love that movie even the second one's pretty great i think i like with the danny glover too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah we love danny glover always all right next category we're on the second to last one here home invasion to define this it's exactly what it sounds like <laughs> Someone's got to be invading your home. Someone is invading your home. This is the scariest category to me because it's just too real. Yeah, absolutely. That's why that's why I don't watch a whole lot of home invasion horror. They you know? creep me out. But so I did um, pick a few that really stood out to me. One is a Christmas movie um, called Better Watch Out. Remember that one? I almost put Better Watch Out. Um and I, I did not put it on there because one of the other subgenres that I left out was holiday horror. Uh-huh. And I I feel like I would I would pop that one in there. But I, I like Better Watch Out. I like that one a lot. We watched that, might, that together, I think. Yeah, that might come up in the next in the next thing too. Um but they would fit better into holiday movies. But better watch out. I think it takes some really good, really good turns. I think it's pretty mm-hmm. fun. I like it a lot. And it, then it throws you off. Like it's it's a it's got a fun little fun little twist. Fun. I love it. And let's see. My favorite home invasion movie is Orphan First Kill. It counts. You put that one in home invasion? I would put that in creepy kids, even though that's, you know, the if you don't know the the twist of orphan, we're yeah, I was to gonna say it. spoiler alert. I can't put it in kids, <laughs> creepy kids. Yeah, spoiler alert for orphan, the first one. 
It's She's not like actually 30. a creepy kid movie. So I guess, yeah, you could you could call it a home invasion. And honestly, if I had thought of it from that angle, I probably would have put that movie in there as well. I fucking loved it. We didn't watch that together, which is a shame because <laughs> that movie, if if you have not seen it because you think that it's going to be the same thing as the first one, please do yourself a favor oh and gosh. go watch that movie it is a wild ride. It's it, fucking wild. And I love it. It is a absolute delight. And it is a delight. It, it is, it's camp. I, it is, it's ridiculous. It's soapy. Like it's all the things I, you've never want. It has Julia Styles. Come on. Got it. And I didn't even care for the first one that much. It was all right. It was, it, the twist was fun and shocking. So like, I'll give it that, but like the movie was too long. But I just love that it's like, sorry, spoiler alert, she's an, an adult who's framing as this kid. And then, okay, we're going to get a prequel to this. What, what you what could already... you tell me that I don't already know? Oh, but Everything fuck. is the answer. Everything. Everything. It's, it's so good. <laughs> it's so fun. It, it is go into it with just an open mind. Yeah. And, and just you have know, some be, fun. be ready for all of it. And one that I haven't seen, which is probably at the top of every home invasion movie. Hmm. Um, I watched the sequel with you. You haven't seen The Strangers? I have never seen The Strangers. Because normally I don't, I told you, normally I don't fuck with home invasion. So the other movies I have are Orphan First Kill, which... (laughs) You have to frame it right and then a christmas movie so it's wow i uh, i really don't fuck with home invasion so they have to be accidental home invasion because you're not going to go into it knowing that it's a home invasion movie exactly you have to trick you have to trick me so we're gonna have to change that i really Um, liked the sequel the strangers is on my top list for home invasion so i'm gonna give that an overlap point and I, I can't believe you've never seen it. Yeah. No, no, wow. no. Not, yeah, not a whole, like, a lot of desire to you up until this point, but I feel like I should. I like you the should. second one. And this may not help the case of you wanting to see it, but The Strangers is in my top, like, scariest movies. Like, for me personally, it mm-hmm. it scares the shit out of me. It makes me feel so uncomfortable. It makes me feel nervous. I know everything that's going to happen because I've seen it enough times, but every time still I like, like my, like, I feel my like heart drop whenever someone is in a place like, a, you know, someone is invading the home. Say. Yeah. So, um, highly recommend that movie. What else so, you got? Um, the second one I put on there was your next, which took me a really long time to watch. It came out in 2011 and I think I watched it last year. I really enjoy it. Have you ever seen it? I don't think so. You're next. I'm Googling this. I, I remember this mask. It's basically I I it. the so the premise without spoiling it is a a guy brings his girlfriend home to meet his family and they're having they're having like a large family gathering. So there's like a few siblings and then um, their home starts being invaded. Mm. And you learn some things that you did not know about this girlfriend along the way. 
Whoops. I love it. Did you find a spoiler on the line online? No, but I saw that Ty West is in this movie. He is. Like it's so random though. And please, like Ty West, just just make movies. Don't be in them. Cause mm. his acting is probably the weakest of the bunch. Yeah, what can you do? And love then it. A movie that I put that I would like to see that I've never seen, either the original or the remake, because I think they actually came out pretty close to each other, uh, Funny Games. Yeah, I've never seen. I've never seen it. I actually, I know more things about it than I probably should just from listening to too many horror podcasts and reading too many things about movies that revealed some things, but I still think it would be really fun to watch. So there's, I think, it's it was a foreign film and I don't remember from which country. Maybe it's a French film. And then it was remade in the US. So the remake came out in 1997. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Last but not least, one of my favorite horror subgenres, but also one of the ones that you can find a lot of duds. Yeah. Anthologies. So collection of short stories. Now, I was, we'll see, I, I might be a little broad in my interpretation here. Not really. But the two that just came to my mind, came to my mind pretty immediately. Uh, there was a movie we watched together called Holidays. Oh, yes. That, I, uh, I had thought about that one, but I didn't remember it well enough to, to put it in my favorites. But I, there were some, there was some cool stuff in there. Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff in there. I remember that the Easter Bunny one specifically. The, being a I was great just about to say one. their interpretation of the Easter Bunny is horrifying. It's pretty good. I thought that was really fun. And I don't know. It's like I know there's a lot of good ones, or not like good ones, but like, you know, one nostalgia that, plays a big part in this category, I think. Yeah, there's one that we might be covering soon or at some point, but then there's also like you know the vhs movies there's um that weird what was that one body bags remember that one with john carpenter doing that weird in between mm-hmm. hosting thing that was pretty fun um i included tales from the hood oh that one that's on on my uh on my like top list but i didn't put it i didn't put it on this list but i do like i do like tales from the hood and i actually seen it in a really long time that's one I would love to do. I think that'd be pretty fun to watch again. That'd and be a good one to add to the list. The one that I put that I have not seen since it came out, and I feel like I was pretty am just not into it or pretty harsh on it at the time mm-hmm. that I would love to revisit is Grindhouse. Does that count I've... as anthology? I you got two movies. I've, ne- I've never seen it. Really? But I don't I think that counts as like a part one and part two. So there not... is so there's two movies, you know, you've got mm-hmm. yeah. So um one's kind of like a kind of a slasher with Kurt Russell. And then, you know, you've got the zombie one with uh Rose McGowan. Um and in between you have all like the fake movie trailers that are all really fun too. Yeah. See, I've I've never I've never watched it, but I have seen I don't remember which one it was. It had to have been with Rose McGowan because I think I remember seeing her. Um 
maybe I watched like 15 minutes of it. Like, I don't know. I don't know what type of situation I was in where it was on the TV and I had to go. When she's but, got the machine um, gun leg or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Kind of she had the machine gun leg. Yeah, I, I I would like to watch that. Yeah, I'd watch both. Yeah, and I, but I just remember having fun with Planet Terror and ha- hating um, Death Proof, which is the one that Quentin Tarantino did with Kurt Russell. And just thinking it was just such so boring and such a waste of time and so underwhelming but then i'm thinking like i don't know when you're when you've already sat through like nearly two hours and then you have another hour and a half left you know of watching this movie especially if it starts out pretty slow then it better be like yeah it's really exciting yeah right so i think it maybe who knows maybe for my uh my um uh attention span or you know my interest maybe maybe switching the two you know doing like death proof mm-hmm. first and planet terror after i don't know but yeah i don't know just haven't seen it in a long time i was like maybe i should give it another chance mm, good one good one okay um i'm kind of worried that maybe i accidentally put one on the list that we might have on our list already but i i, I don't i don't it's- think it's officially i don't think it's officially on on the list so i'm gonna say it anyway and i think you already know what i'm talking about trick-or-treat yeah on here fucking love trick-or-treat it is so fun um i i don't think it's officially on our list but i i i think spoiler alert we're eventually going to talk about it it's it's a fun it's a fun anthology movie and it's um got all sorts of different like little subgenres in there you've got like vampires you've got werewolves you've got serial killers you've got a number of different baddies so i like how it all intersects a little more than yeah yeah they normally the you would see together yeah, yeah i i think that uh trick-or-treat is worth a watch and i feel like it didn't get like a big release or it wasn't and it has some like it's got anna paquin in it i, I don't know why it didn't uh you know make a bigger splash yeah but um that's on there for me um i put one that i do not think this is a good movie for the record but i've seen it a million times it's like comfort movie for me and i've been watching it since i was a kid came out the year we were born creep show too hell yeah i was thinking like yeah you've got like the creep shows i was thinking of putting a uh, tales from the dark side here you know um the twilight zone movie yeah oh yeah the twilight zone movie is good too they i think that there was just this point where like anthologies like people just thought they could throw any bullshit together Mm -hmm. like short stories and we're like this is now an anthology film but i like the there being an overarching theme that's really strong and all of those movies kind of they they have those qualities so that would be that'd be that and then this is the second like newer movie that i put on here so a movie that i would like to watch i kind of want to watch vhs 94. Mm, i don't remember watching that one i i've seen vhs and vhs too i think i've seen the first two and i remember them being fun enough but like not all of the stories were super exciting not that like all anthologies have that but um yeah, it's on it's on my my list of things that I I would like to watch. Love it. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to remember if I've seen it. I don't think so. And that was ten full categories. You can see I like I really narrowed it down. 
I really did. Yeah. And I, I had a timer going or a stopwatch going this whole time. And we're under, we're like the two hour. Mark. So I'm going to take that as a win. I'm going to take that as a win. Yeah. <laughs> Once I'll, we got three categories in, I was like, uh-oh. We're, well, we're so, go some a while. of them flew by because we had the overlap, which I figured would happen. So we had a total of nine movies that overlapped. So out of 30 choices each, nine. And I think we knew or loved most of the movies that we talked about too. Yeah. Yeah. So Love that it. doesn't give you an idea of what types of what types of films we're into. I don't know. And you know, and you know, I don't know. I, I don't want to speak for both of us. You can go ahead. Thank you. I was, because I was immediately going to just start doing that. (laughs) So, um, you know, Hey, you're on our, if you are on our Instagram, if you follow us on stuff, you've heard these categories, throw out a few that you like, we'll see what we think. Cause again, there were a lot of movies that we, didn't mention not because we don't love them mm-hmm. right it's like i mean it's not like i'm gonna it's not like i'm leaving beetlejuice out because i don't think beetlejuice is beetlejuice the best was on my beetlejuice was was on my is on my list of comedies that i love and remember there's a lot of movies that we're specifically not even mentioning by name because mm-hmm. it's already on a short list of movies that we'll, we'll probably be talking about probably before the end of the year mm-hmm so and so so just to recap the the subgenres that we did go over so we had ghosts and hauntings mm-hmm. vampires creature features found footage zombies and viruses loose interpretation of that thank you body horror horror comedy sci-fi horror home invasion and anthologies so yeah i would also i would also like to hear everyone's uh favorites from those categories especially the ones where i was struggling to come up with some you know like you know give me some good zombie movies audience tell me what's what's good because i i'm i'm a i'm coming in with with wary eyes have you ever seen day of the dead yeah that's great I love Day of the Dead. That's a great movie. Okay, ta- so you like you like you said the first. Yeah, you did say like the first couple. Romero's, yeah. Romero's, yeah. Okay. Especially, I mean, I like Night of the Living Dead's really great, but of course, I know like you know has its limitations because of just the budget and the time and all yeah, of that. But, yeah, um, watch it every now and then though. Dawn and Day though are awesome. They're great. Yeah. Slow burns. Yeah, once once we start getting to the daytime, then <laughs> things yeah. things really pick up yeah (laughs) amazing we did it we did it and also i would love to hear if anyone wants to hear our favorites from knowing that this took us two hours to do 10 if anyone wants to hear our favorites of some of the other subgenres that i listed earlier or if i forgot one of your favorites you can list that as well and we'll we'll and then we will collectively determine whether or not your opinion's valid on whatever movie you've shared and we'll 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 discuss it but i've got a feeling i've got a feeling especially just in this in the spirit of spookiness we're gonna love everything you share with us yeah 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 like i don't september 1st is considered to be spooky season but i mean i 
I certainly will start decorating for Halloween fully this weekend. At the time of this recording being finished, spooky season starts in 59 minutes. Oh, oh, out. all right. And we're going to have some fun stuff coming up for y'all. Building our schedule for the rest of the year. So I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, there you go. We wrapped it up. First, first bonus episode. Or two, if we, if we cut it now. Or two, depending we'll see, on. We'll see. We'll see what y'all can do. Yeah. We'll see how long you can listen to us. Yeah. Banter. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Three, two, one, ghost. Thanks for listening to our first bonus episode. I hope you all feel like you got to know us a little better. You can find us on Instagram at 321ghostpod. Give us a follow to stay updated on what we have coming up in the near future. If you enjoyed hearing us share some of our favorites through different horror subgenres and would like to hear us dig into more subgenres, you can send us an email at 321ghostpod at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram with some of your favorites. We would greatly appreciate if you left us a killer review on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or whichever platform you're listening on. I don't have anything clever to close this one out because I'm still a little salty that I didn't land my Wicked Witch of the West Coast intro. So there you have it. Three, two, one, ghost. Ghost.